Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chris Fedor, Cleveland.com, joins us now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, just uh, throwing out landmines and stepping on myself here. So, Cavs don't make a deal. Why not? I think it comes down to this. I think all the guys that they had the most interest in stayed with the teams that they were already on. Um, both Bogdanovich's, Royce O'Neal of the Brooklyn Nets, Cam Johnson, who the Nets acquired in the Kevin Durant deal. Um, and I think at the end of the day, the Cavs, the guys that they could have realistically acquired, they didn't believe were going to make them that much better. They weren't going to start over Isaac Okoro. They weren't going to get minutes consistently over the mainstays of the second unit. And the guys that would have helped them the most, um, they didn't have enough to get those guys, or those guys weren't as available as maybe fans think they were. Who was the, the biggest target for, for the Cavaliers, Chris? Royce O'Neal. Yeah. Um, Royce O'Neal is somebody that I'm told that throughout the course of today, the Cavs went hard after. And the asking price, my sources say, was very high for Royce and the Cavs were willing to do some crazy things in order to try and facilitate that kind of trade. But at the end of the day, Brooklyn decided that they wanted to keep him and they didn't want what the Cavs were willing to give for him. But he was a guy that they felt like could have displaced Isaac in the starting lineup or came off the bench, playoff tested, 40 games of playoff experience. Um, he's played alongside Donovan Mitchell. It's one of Donovan's best friends. Him and Donovan play video games together all the time. They're still on a Utah Jazz-related group chat, so you know he fits well alongside Donovan, and they knew he would have fit well in the locker room as well because they had inside information on him. So that's a guy that the Cavs were really interested in, and Bogdan Bogdanovich of the Atlanta Hawks is somebody that the Cavs were also very interested in. But like I said, both those guys, um, stayed with their respective teams. You think Chris can say it three times fast? Chris, can you say Bogdan Bogdanovich fast three, three times, times in a row? Nope. Okay. No chance. That's I right. can barely say it once, let what alone a, three times. What about Bojan Bogdanovich? That's a little softer. Bojan Bogdanovich, Bojan Bogdanovich, Bojan Bogdanovich. <laughs> that's why I usually, when talking about the Atlanta one, I usually just say bogey. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Oh, yeah. man. Just like my golf game. We also we also had some fun with uh, LeBron and Obama earlier. And LeBron and Obama. At one point, LeBron it, it did LeBron turn Obama. into Barack Obama. Uh, Chris, <laughs> you mentioned the, some crazy things. Can you elaborate on some crazy things the Cavs are willing to do to bring on uh, Royce O'Neal? 
No, not really. Um, but but I will say this: like from everything that I've been told, um, the Nets wanted more for Royce than what they gave up in order to get him. And what they gave up to get him was a 2023 first round pick. Oof. Yeah, that's 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 deep. Uh, Chris Kevin Love. He's a, a healthy scratch. What five straight games? There's been whispers about him maybe being a buyout candidate. Uh, is he a buyout candidate? Who's that? Kevin Love. You know, it's interesting because Kobe, I asked Kobe that question today in his press conference, actually. Um, and the way that he phrased it is that throughout Kevin's time with the Cavs, um, Kobe, who is very close with Kevin's agent, um, Kobe and his agent have not had those conversations at any point. And that includes this year, despite the fact that Kevin is currently out of the rotation. Um, and Kobe also said that he doesn't anticipate having buyout conversations. It's an awkward situation because at one point this year, Kevin was very, very happy. And my sources told me that there was mutual interest in Kevin finishing his career with the Cavs, re-signing this offseason on a much smaller deal, and maybe even becoming the Cavs version of Udonis Haslam. Um, it's hard to know right now if Kevin still feels that way because he is out of the rotation. He can't help them on the court. He's not a part of what they're doing here, pushing towards the playoffs. If Kevin believes that his best basketball is behind him and he can't help a playoff team, like if he believes that, then I don't think there's any reason for the Cavs or Kevin to have those buyout conversations and I think there's every reason for Kevin to stay with the Cavs beyond this year and continue to be a good guy behind the scenes, continue to be a mentor for the young guys, a big brother for Darius Garland. Like Him and Darius are very, very close. And every time any player discusses Kevin Love, they talk about Hall of Famer Kevin Love. They, they, they rever him. And I just think um, as long as those things remain the same, and Kevin doesn't turn into somebody who is going to pout about playing time, um, is not going to be engaged in some of the things that they're doing. As long as those things don't happen, I think it makes the most sense for the two sides to stay connected, even if he remains out of the rotation. What's his attitude like behind the scenes? You talked about that a little bit. Well, JB was asked recently um, – just about how Kevin handled the news that he was going to be bumped from the rotation and it was going to take uh, somebody getting injured uh, for him to get back into the rotation. And JB said it was hard on Kevin. And, and I think that's true. And it's always hard on a guy like that who has accomplished so much throughout the course of his career and wants so bad to be a part of this turnaround. I mean, think about it. Kevin had to go through some of the worst times post-LeBron the John Beeline experience, right? The tanking for draft picks, the playing young guys and being frustrated by that, the three straight miserable seasons. So he was thinking, like, I'm going to come out on the other side of this and I'm going to be part of the team and I'm going to have a role on the team, both on the court and off the court, when that turnaround happens. So naturally, it was tough for him to get the news that he was going to be bumped from the rotation. Um, in saying that, like, I try and pay attention to Kevin on the bench. And, look, there are times where naturally he's talking with 
Steve Spiro, the trainer, or one of the assistants, and he's not like in the huddle with the team because he's having side conversations. But from what I've seen, he's been engaged. Um, he still goes through the same post-shoot-around routine and post-practice routine. He still does the work before games to get himself ready, even though he knows he's not going to play. He's still up celebrating, cheering on his teammates. In fact, the first night when he was bumped out of the rotation, like Kevin was always one of the guys standing up, holding three fingers in the air when a three-pointer was going up. And when Jetty Osman makes a whirling layup in transition, Kevin was bouncing up and down the baseline. So I think he is handling it as best he can, while at the same time, I think there has to be some latitude to the fact that this is a human and he has emotions, and this is a really tough pill for a future Hall of Famer to swallow. Chris Fedor, Cleveland.com on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, Karis LeVert also staying here. Does, how, how certain are we that he has a future in Cleveland beyond the, the rest of the season? I think he almost has to. I think in a way, guys, they backed themselves into a Karis LeVert contract extension corner. And that was a big conversation that the Cavs were having internally. Um, if they did not trade him and they did not take advantage of his expiring contract being an asset, it almost meant that they had to re-sign him this offseason. Because here's the situation. The Cavs are projected to be an over-the-cap team following this year. And because Karis is here... And I don't want to get too nerdy, but because Karras is here, they have his bird rights. And that means signing him allows them to go over the cap. Like, they're allowed to go over the cap to sign their own guys when they have their bird rights. So if they were just to let Karras walk, that would be letting a $19 million asset walk for nothing. And they will not have the space to bring back a $19 million player because they're going to be an over-the-cap team. Even if they renounced Karras, even if they waived Jetty Osman, who's on a non-guaranteed contract next year, even if they renounced Kevin Love, the most cap space that they can free up without doing anything absolutely crazy to this roster is $13 million. Um, and, and that's about the mid-level exception. So if they want to use the mid-level exception and protect an asset, like they have to bring Karras back. Now, I don't think it's going to be a ridiculous contract extension. Um, I, I think it's going to be relatively reasonable based on what he brings to the table. But I don't think they have any room to let him walk for nothing because they will not have the cap space to replace him. Like, they could replace him with a lesser player. They could replace him maybe with a better-fitting player. But that caliber of player, the Cavs will not be able to sign this offseason if they let Karras go. So they almost have to bring him back. All right, Chris, before we go, can we get one LeBron to Mobamba? Nope, not happening. I know my weaknesses, and I'm not going to expose them on the radio. Well, poopy pants, we appreciate you. <laughs> uh, be good, man. We miss you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, miss you guys, too. Have a good rest of your show. Thanks, buddy. Mary Kay Cabot, who was on the station with the morning show guys earlier today, uh, she actually just wrote a piece on one of Joe Thomas's former teammates. Phil Dawson commenting Philly Dawson. about uh, former Browns kicker, in case you don't know, for all the young people like Vicari, and uh, about you know Joe Thomas and his, his legacy here. And we'll talk more about Joe tomorrow when we get the official news. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he not? But I thought this was interesting. 
Here's here's the lead. Got got me into it. Former Browns kicker Phil Dawson hopes to drive down Joe Thomas Boulevard past a statue of his likely soon-to-be Hall of Fame former teammate. Is Joe Thomas going to get a, a statue before LeBron? Um, No. Because he's going to the Hall of Fame first because no, his career's I, over. I get that. But <laughs> I don't know why I said that, which is something that, you know and everybody that's, knows. That's kind of why we're having the conversation, <laughs> just to kind of recap here. No, I don't think Joe Thomas will get a statue before LeBron James. Um, I don't know that he'll ever get a statue, will he? I mean, do all the Hall of Famers have statues? Like, I, Jim Brown has a statue. Well, I mean, you got the bust, but not every Hall of Famer gets No, I'm it. saying it, like a statue at, down at the stadium, right? You're, I assume. Mm-hmm. You, I don't think all of the Hall of Famers do. I think just Jim. Okay. Like, I can't think of yeah, any Yeah, so I don't know. One. I mean. I think Joe I think Joe deserves one. Give it to Joe. Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a statue. I'm just telling you I don't think that they will. Oh, that's interesting because I think, I think that's, I think Joe is one of the few players that the Browns organization that can really go out there and push that has happened mm-hmm. during the Haslam era, right? Like some of the guys who were really good before, like even guys, you know, at, at the end of the the run there with Michael Dean Perry and, you know, before the Browns moved to Baltimore, mm-hmm. um, even the early guys, you know, that maybe weren't here when the Haslams took over, um, I kind of feel like those guys don't have a personal connection to the Haslam's. Whereas Joe, like I kind of expect the Haslam's to go all out in celebrating Joe because he was here for the first half of their, what to this point, 10 year tenure. Right. So yeah, I know, you know, I actually think Joe will get a, a statue first. I, like, I think LeBron, frankly, LeBron should have a statue right now. Now you're speaking my language. I don't, I, Anybody else curious how Dan Gilbert and LeBron won, how their relationship ended, if there is a relationship now, and how that impacts the idea of a statue with LeBron? Because I'm I'm pretty into that. I agree with you. LeBron should already have a statue. And if you're not going to do it because he won, and I don't even care, because the argument against it is, well, but he's playing for another team. I don't care. Best player ever to suit up for the Cavs by a wide margin, no offense to any of the Cavs greats, um, brought you the first championship in organization history, the first championship in Cleveland since 1964, and here's the other one. He's from right down the road. <clears throat> Literally every box that you could check that would make you have a statue of an active player. Mm-hmm. in the end, Oh, and by the way, he doesn't wear 23 anymore. So, you know, because that would be another one. Well, but, you know, you don't want people to walk in seeing the number 23. If he's there with the Lakers wearing the number 23, he's number six now. He wears six. I don't care about the number. I think LeBron, for what he did for this town, I mean, deserves a statue mm-hmm. and for this team and for the city. Yeah. I, whether it, you like LeBron or not, no. whether you're mad that he left again and whether you're mad he left the first time, it doesn't matter. Like 2016 was surreal. Those four years were surreal. I mean, just think about the businesses downtown mm-hmm. that boomed. I I will say I think they'll probably make him wait till after he retires. That's why I said Joe. Because I, th- I, it wouldn't surprise me if, it, let's say Joe gets in this year, the Browns are playing in the Hall of Fame game, and it wouldn't surprise me if the Browns unveiled a statue and said, "This is what's going to be sitting outside." Frankly, I, Stadium. They, they should have done it already, and had the statue reveal like when the Lakers came to town. Oh, I was talking about Joe Thomas. No, I'm talking that. about the LeBron thing. Going back to LeBron a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, Joe Thomas. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we I, do I a tribute that. video every time the guy comes back to town. 
Which, by the way, I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with it either. Like, I do it for the rest of time. LeBron now owns the Las Vegas so-and-sos. All right. The, 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 LeBron's not even attending. But LeBron's now an NBA owner. Play the tribute video. Same one. Just keep playing, just keep the, same playing one. the same one. I will still get goosebumps off the same tribute yeah. video every time you play it when LeBron's in town. Uh, a little bit of news to pass along. Okay. This is good business. The Philadelphia School District announced a two-hour delay for Monday. Just give him the day off. Yep. Don't get what, stingy what with doing? those days off. You don't have a lot of you don't have a lot of snow days in Philly. Just give him a snow day. Come on now. And you know what, Kansas City? Be a Philly, team player. Philly probably has a snow day like what? Once every couple of years? I would imagine it's at least once a year, you but think the, once a year? Not the way that Kansas City does. I mean, we could just do this right and do what we've all said for a while now is just back the game up a week and do it for President's Day and everybody gets a day off. Or it should, it should be President's Day weekend every year. Or what if we just get the day of the, after the Super Bowl off? It's a federally mandated ho- uh, holiday. It's so popular that you would think mm-hmm. that it would be a holiday. I can't imagine. I, I mean, we don't do it because we talk about the game. I would imagine of non-holidays, it's like top three most requested off days all year. Because you're hungover. The game goes until 10 or 10.30 or 11 o'clock at night. All you do that day is drink and eat god-awful food. If I was an accountant or if I worked at PNC, there's not a shot in hell I would be at work the day after the Super Bowl. No chance. Do the right thing. I started out as pro this and now I'm anti this because everybody's right. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.